Welcome back to Miggle Talks Music. Woo! This is a special episode. <clears throat> Today I'm uh, trying something completely new and uh, something I am very excited about. Um, I am uh, li- re- talking about one of my favorite records, um, which is uh, the White Stripes Elephant record. And um, yeah, let's just get into it. Uh, the White Stripes, for those of you who might not have any idea who they are, are uh, or was a duo uh, from uh, Detroit <coughs> in uh, U- the USA, who <coughs> sort of um, kind of was a big part of the movement back in the 2000s, who uh, was set to uh, reinvent reinvent uh, rock music uh, also with uh, the strokes and other bands they have this very minimalistic setup in the music where for the first three records i guess it was actually only uh, drums and guitars being played so but yeah and um, the record uh, elephant that i'm talking about today is uh, their fourth full-length uh, record and um, and apparently uh, uh, on this 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 was the record where they first started to uh, have bass play, uh, on, on the, the albums uh, as well as and also other instruments uh, as well um, so the intro song that I started uh, that I played is sort of like probably one of the most well-known uh, stadium anthems uh, these days. Uh, the song is called Seven Nation Army. And um, yeah, it was uh, when the record came out back in uh, 2003, it uh, became a big hit uh, instantaneously. Uh, and then, since then, uh, it has just sort of uh, exploded in popu- popularity. And the the biggest reason being that the riff is so easy to uh, to uh, sing along to, like it's so da 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 da, and when you're in a big crowd at a football game or any game, you know it's uh, it's really cool. It really can, yeah. I I get chills just thinking about it. Yeah. So, but it's really cool that uh, a song that uh, originally started on a sort of an indie rock record has taken on in popularity and is now uh, the most popular stadium uh, or uh, stadium uh, anthem. Well, okay. <clears throat> so, the White Stripes consists consisted let's just say that they're no longer uh, together and haven't uh, been playing for for a long time but they consisted of um, jack white who is um, the front lead singer guitarist uh, and playing other instruments as well but also the creative uh, mastermind behind um, their music and um, on the drums we have uh, meg white and when um, when they were still playing together uh, for uh, the first uh, for for a long time, people were thinking, 
oh okay, Meg and Jack uh, are brothers and sisters. And then <clears throat> at some point it sort of came out that they uh, had been husband and wife. And but they, a cool way thing was that they always sort of um, tried to uh, to uh, to hide the fact that they were husband and wife, or at least you know, blur the lines. And yeah, some of the songs that I'm that that are on the Elephant record that I'm going to speak about today also sort of uh, plays around with this uh, brother and sister slash husband wife uh, imagery. Um, pretty cool, but yeah. Uh, another thing about uh, the White Stripes that is uh, really uh, important uh, to their uh, to to the band is that they only use three colors um, in all of their design uh, artwork, whatever, and that those colors are black, white, and red, or red, white, and black. However, uh, however you want to. Um, to see it and um, they are really strict about this it's really um, it's immaculate how consistent they are in the executing with this and that not using any other colors it's quite unique actually um, and the thing about uh, elephant um, yeah okay let yeah the, the thing about elephant is that um, when it was recorded, it was uh, in uh, London, uh, in the studio. Um, but yeah, in the studio, let, let's just get that out of the way. The studio was called, or is called um, Torek uh, Studio. Um, and apparently, uh, yeah, Torek Studios, yeah. And the, it's an, a studio where they only use um, a sort of uh, what's um, you know they don't use computers at all in modern technology it's uh, an old recording studio basically um, the the owner of uh, the studio is called Liam Watson and um, he, he loves he, his love for the sound of older records um, using those sort of instruments has made him to uh, make Torek Studio. And um, yeah, so and <laughs> a disclaimer on the record when it came out uh, was also uh, in, the, in the notes of the record was that um, no computers were used while making this record. So they were, and Jack White, it's, um, but then again, yeah, they 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 they're both in on it. But yeah, they are they're really strict about it, uh, and they have, uh, that's one of the things with uh, the white stripes and uh, their sound and their uh, take on things is they are extremely uh, consistent in in their execution. If they want to do something uh, and have a, both agreed on it, they will uh, be they will not budge uh, in any way. Okay, yeah, so um, the record was uh, recorded in, uh, uh, most of the record was recorded in 2002 in uh, Torek Studios. Um, the, the, the last song of the record um, called Well, It's True That We Love One Another 
uh, was recorded in 2001, also in Torex Studios. And um, the song, uh, which is a cover of a uh, Dusty Springfield song, uh, I Just Don't Know What To Do With Myself, was recorded on in the BBC's Maida Whale Studios. So, okay, now we got that out of the way. Um, yeah, okay, so let's just, uh, let me just go through. So we start out with Seven Nation Army and <clears throat> I guess it is by no comparison the biggest hit that the White Stripes has ever made. It is known by a lot of people. You know, I could play it for for people who are not even into rock and they would still have some sort of idea that they have heard, you know, the main riff before. So. That just speaks about speaks to the fact that the main riff on Seven Nation Army is so potent and so geniusly made that it can um, it sort of has found its way into all of uh, these groups of uh, into the hearts of people who don't even like rock or are not that interested in rock and uh, yeah. Um, the whole theme sort of of the uh, elephant uh, the record is uh, so kind of the, the american sweetheart or the death to the american sweetheart um a lot of the lyrics are sort of very violent uh, or at least uh, not explicitly violent necessarily but a promising of a lot of violence and uh you know uh wanting to get back at, at some people and uh, have, have seeking revenge. Yeah, so Seven Nation Army is, uh, was the first hit single of the record and it, 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 yeah, it's a brilliant track. Um, next up we have the Black Meth, uh, the second song on the album and it's sort of, the riff is um, on this, uh, the main riff on the song is very unique. It sounds like a tornado that are just pound, pounding away. It's uh, really, really, really cool. Um, yeah, uh, Black Meth. I tried to research up on it. I think there are some links to some sort of uh, Black Magic or the uh, something uh, occult or something like that, but uh, I, 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 I haven't dug any deeper into that, but I'm guessing that's the thing. Um, and the thing about uh, which Black Meth sort of also uh, has in its sound is the sort of chaos throughout um, the whole um, album where it's uh, yeah, it's so noisy, it's so chaotic and uncompromising in a way. Um, and, you know, there are, I, I would never disagree with anyone saying that this record isn't a masterpiece compared, uh, compared to many other um, records from bigger artists or more critically acclaimed artists. And I, 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 I can see this record's flaws 
for of course yeah they they, they are certainly there um jack's voice is eerie from time to times so it's yeah it can be it's it's the miller yeah it's such a mess but then again and so there are so many records out there that are better in in any sense of what a good record should be but but the thing is i always return to to this record for some reason and i'm not quite sure um one of the things that i'm sort of uh, that i sort of think might be one of the reasons is of yeah the sound is in a way uh, mesmerizing or um, yeah and almost hip hypnotizing in a way um because it's so fascinating that two people can produce this amazing vulgar enormous sound um but i would say that one of the reasons i think i return to this record is because it's actually quite light-hearted in a way um it takes on anything from uh yeah i just research researched up on the record and apparently one of the songs it's um Norman Bates, um, the uh, the character from uh, the legendary uh, Psycho film, he is sort of portrayed, and uh, there are so many references to uh, to pop culture and American history and and all of that, but there are so much humor on this record as well, and that's what keeps me going back to this record time and time again. Um, and I I'm, and and the thing that is so genius is that I'm not sure that it's uh, um, that it's um, consciously that that they are that Jack because Jack he's the one who writes the song if he was if he's aware of how f funny he actually is or if he sort of uh, doesn't know and yeah it's. Uh, I'm, I think he's quite self-aware as a person and he knows what he's doing but yeah it this this record is just uh, slaps hard yeah okay but yeah I'd, I'm not I'm not gonna you know go into theoretical uh, detail about every song or anything this is more like a celebration to a record that I really love um, and the next song is actually probably my favorite song uh, on the record. Um, Jacob Collier, um, which I also am a very big f uh, fan of, um, has uh, said in the interview that the reason that he, he makes music is to chase those goosebump feelings. You know, where where sort of like you almost get your, your, your limbic system in your brain sort of get triggered or you sort of you get those goosebumps it, it feels really good and every time i hear uh, there's no home for you here um or let me yeah um i i i, I get that instant rush of uh, adrenaline um it is so amazing the song and I, I don't know what it is it's sort of like getting i you know getting punched in the stomach or something like Starts with the intro, da. Um, yeah, and I think something about the lyrics as well. Um, 
that sort of very uh, uh, stay away beast, stay away uh, you creature of the dark or anything. And I don't even uh, and and when when you sort of uh, study uh, the lyrics, they're, they're sort of more it, it's sort of more about a, a girl that he's that Jack or the eye person is trying to uh, give a keep away from himself or yeah but but on a more you know but yeah Oof, the song that song is uh, an all-time favorite of the of mine <clears throat> and tempo wise it also it is it, really mo most i guess for many records at least um they would start out strong, and this one does as well with Seven Nation Army, uh, keeping the tempo with uh, Black Math. And then I think for a lot of records, they would sort of find that ballad or that more slow song and, you know, slow down a bit. But there's no home for you here. It's sort of like, okay, no, no, we just, we need to go all the way up to the mountain here. And then um, we get, after that, we get sort of, I just don't know what to do with myself, which, which is the fourth song of the record, <clears throat> which is a Dusty um, Springfield cover. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that until I did the research, actually. Um, I, I think I was aware that it was a cover of some sort, but not Dusty Springfield, but yeah. Uh, and I just don't know what to do with myself is a, this incredibly delicious ballad of, uh, yeah, and but the, yeah, and, and the way um, Jack and Meg sort of interpret it is, is that they um, they keep some of the uh, the roughness uh, or the rock, um, at least for the bridge. It's they they really go full on out with with guitars and yeah. But other than that, it's very, the, the guitar is very, the, the, the almost, the picking um, Jack uses, uses um, the picking style he uses while playing the guitar is so good. Um, it sounds so crisp and and uh, tasty. And yeah, and if you, uh, for some reason, haven't seen, the, there is a music video for this song as well. I think it was the third uh, single coming out of uh, this record. The first one was Seven Nation Army. Um, no, this one was the second single, I think. And then uh, the hardest button to button was the third. And the fourth one was uh, There's No Home For You Here. Uh, I'm, I think, but yeah. Um, but the music video features uh, Kate Moss, um, who by that, by the time when the music video was recorded, was one of the most famous models in the world, and it's sort. I I just uh, rewatched it uh, here uh, today um, just for fun and while doing the research for for this episode, and it's sort of it, it it's very very cringe in a way and and weird. It's sort of. She because she she's definitely not in uh, touch with the music. All her movements are sort of uh, out of tune with the music, and yeah, it it seems so weird. But yet again, it becomes very iconic, and I think that's one of the things uh, with uh, White Stripes music as well. 
is that they sort of borrow from this sort of um, almost Tarantino uh, fascination for m motels and uh, the parts of America where nobody normally uh, goes and quirky uh, sayings and yeah all these uh, weird things and they sort of throw them in together um, yeah uh, yeah and then we have after uh, I just don't know what to do with myself we have the next song which is In the Cold Cold Night which is uh, Mick um, who sings on this song uh, and um, yeah it's for, for me it's also one of my favorite songs of the record it's a pure ballad uh, about uh, yeah what she say, sings I'm I don't care what all the people say I'm gonna love you anyway and yeah she sort of dedicates her love to this guy or this uh, other person um, yeah come to me again in the cold cold night very very simple formula very very uh, sweet and it just uh, sounds so good yeah yeah so actually an observation here while we're sort of in the middle of the, the record it, it starts out with yeah three songs that are very very rock oriented and very very high paced uh, also tempo, tempo wise and then we have actually a lot of songs here where they have sort of a more ballad approach or are just pure ballads in fact um, next up after in the cold cold night we have uh, I want to be the boy who warms your mother's heart and yeah and the, again it, it's Jack who sings this song and it's such a beautiful song um, and he's he, he sort of throughout the song he, he sort of um, sings about his anxieties about being presented to the mother and the mother not wanting to see him and yeah it be, it, it's such a cute song actually yeah and um, but uh, yeah and again that sort of, uh, it, even though it's a it's sort of a love song or a, a song of uh, honesty and some, I think that's the the key with the white stripes. They keep this sort of, they want really want to be honest with you, but you you totally know they are lying to you in some some sort of way. They yeah, and and they can't help themselves. Okay, next up, uh, yeah, actually, that it's a yeah, the, the middle of the, the record is sort of only ballads, more or less. Then, yeah, we got you got her in your pocket, which is also sort of in the same pace as the two songs before. Um, a beautiful song as well about um, insecurity and being afraid of losing love and wanting to. <laughs> sort of bizarrely only as only Jack White would write it you sort of keep her in your pocket and you you you, you lock the safe to be sure that she stays there yeah very obscure and uh, 
Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's a cute song in in, uh, in many ways. Um, let me just see. I think there was something I needed to say about the song. Um, nah, I think we're good. Yeah, no, it's it's yeah okay. Um, and then next song is uh, also a, is a more pure rock song again. Ball and biscuit is the name of the song. And I found out while doing the research for for this episode that a ball and biscuit microphone was uh, a microphone that um, was available in the studio in the tow uh, 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 the tow rack studio where they recorded it. It's sort of you can try to Google it if you're interested, but it's sort of a very old microphone and. Jack has uh, been quoted for saying, or has said, said that he was uh, on some sort of unconscious level, was inspired by uh, a ball and biscuit. It sort of stuck in his head while he, and then he wrote a song. The song is uh, very hard hitting. It's sort of, yeah, no, it, it's sort of almost like um, takes this uh, loud, uh, quiet, loud, quiet approach uh, famously known from uh, the Pixies and uh, and the Nirvana as well, um, and, and, but uh, all, other than that, a very pure blues rock song, in a way, and um, yeah, a very sexual song. I, I uh, one of my good friends, he's a big uh, White Stripes fan as well, and uh, I, we 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 heard the song. Uh, uh, I think yeah for. Uh, a, a while back and I just said it's really really sexual this song yeah and he was like uh, yeah <laughs> so yeah it's a ball and a, let's have a ball and a biscuit sugar and let and take our sweet little time about it yeah okay and then um, next up we have uh, the hardest button to button which was one of the singles uh, coming out of the record um, and it has this very uh, the music video is very cool and uh, iconic in a way where Meg is uh, sort of she's drumming boom it, it has this very beat uh, this beat that goes boom 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 and then the guitar comes in boom 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 yeah a little more but yeah and and in the music video they have made it sort of a stop motion uh, so she moves every time and yeah that was uh, yeah you, you have to go check it out uh, it's hard for me to explain but yeah it's really cool music video and the way they have executed it is really cool um, and um, again with the wordplay and or the quirkiness or the hardest button, yeah, it, it means a button on a shirt and the hardest button to button. I think for most people it might be the lowest button or what? I'm not sure. What? Which one would be the hardest button to button? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's beautiful. It's a very cool song. Um, and yeah. The lyrics, they, uh, the lyrics with the white stripes, they can be in interpreted in so 
many ways and sometimes it makes sense to try to understand them and sometimes I've, I would say it's better just to enjoy them and not think about them at all but uh, yeah <clears throat> okay let's see next up we have um, staying in that sort of uh, weird quirky mind of uh, of the white stripes we have uh, little acorns <clears throat> which is um, little acorns apparently uh, oh what, what was it yeah um, there is an American um, guy uh, Maud Krim is his name. He was a writer um, and TV journalist. And um, he used to uh, do news coverage of of um, different subjects or people. Uh, and <coughs> and uh, you know, um, the li Little Acorns uh, song is... Uh, sort of his voice uh, storytelling about uh, a woman who is going through hardship and one day sees an uh, uh, what's it called uh, oh my god what's the word a squirrel um, out uh, outside her window or outside at least and collecting acorns for uh, the winter and um, and then she decides to herself if that squirrel can take care of himself or herself then I can do it as well and after that she uh, turns her life around sort of yeah so yeah sort of a self-improvement <clears throat> story in a way and it just fits so perfectly into this record um with the whole you know it being a cute story but again uh, very obscure in a way that and yeah it makes so much so much sense and then by the end of the record so let's see here we have a song hypnotize uh, i think it's a uh, yeah, it's the follow-up. So Little Acorns is sort of like what would be considered a skit in a hip-hop uh, record or just in general. And then you have Hypnotize where Jack sort of um, sings about uh, Do like the squirrel, girl. Do like the squirrel. Uh, 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 uh. Sort of totally takes the, the piss on the whole idea. <laughs> Uh, yeah, let me just check here. <coughs> no, no, I'm uh, I'm uh, wrong here. Uh, uh, little acorns. Um, the song is actually um, it it comes uh, during the end of after the montage has happened where um, we get the story about uh, I think it's Janet or Jane or anything with 
her being inspired by the squirrel. Then we get Jack coming in with, do you like the squirrel, girl? Do you like the squirrel? Yeah, it's really cool. Hypnotize uh, is not a song that I would say it's it's fine, but it's it's more like it's it's pure rock song. It's it's great. Not one of my favorites of the record, but it's it's really good. <clears throat> yeah, let me just check here if there was something I needed to. Yeah, okay, and the, <clears throat> the air near my fingers, which is uh, uh, the next song, um, it reminds me a lot uh, of uh, an, uh, another song by the White Stripes that comes on the, the next record, um, my, do my Doorbell. Uh, for White Stripe fans, you know the song, of course, but uh, it's sort of very staccato I would say a piano going forward um, I get nervous when she comes around when she comes around ba -da -ba -da -bum. yeah um, but I would say then again I would bo both hypnotize and uh, the anime my fingers are great songs but we're sort of going towards the end of the record now and the ending is in my opinion uh, really good um, so after uh, the end of my fingers, uh, I, I would say it's a ballad. The end of my fingers. Uh, um, after that, we have um, "Girl, You Have No Faith in Medicine," and it's sort of a more rock, pure rock song again. Um, apparently, it uh, was meant to be on um, the previous record of the White Stripes, but Meg was uh, not pleased with. Um, a line on on in, in uh, one of the lines on the song, so they had to um, remove that line or something, and yeah, and then it made it to uh, elephant. Um, yeah, girl, you have no faith in medicine. Also, very uh, weird, obscure lyrics uh, coming in, and uh, yeah. I don't know even know what it's about. Uh, I saw somebody on uh, Genius.com uh, speculating about it, it being sort of like anti-vaccine, uh, sort of. Uh, but no, it yeah, it, it's not that you know. So it sounds great, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then for uh, the the last song, uh, we have a, a very folky. Uh, a blues uh, folk song and uh, it's called uh, well it's true that we love one another and it has this very catchy refrain being uh, sung um, and it features um, Holly um, 
Holly um, Gollickly Smith. And apparently Holly Gollickly um, also is uh, the name of um, Breakfast at Tiffany's. I ha I have uh, I haven't uh, read the the novel yet. Uh, True Man Capote's Breakfast at Tiffany's, and I haven't watched the movie either. I know it's a big mistake on my part, um, but apparently the main character is that's her name. But weirdly enough, Holly Gollickly Smith, if you take the full length uh, name of her, is an uh, English musician and. Her mother and father uh, decided to uh, call her after um, Holly Gollickly. Uh, I no, don't know if I'm pronouncing it uh, correctly at all. But uh, after that character, um, kind of quirky. But yeah, um, actually, I think she has been signed by Third Man Records, which is um, Jack White's um, record label. Um, yeah, it's really, really a great song. Um, sort of, but but again, also very childish, almost very uh, nonsense in a way, um, and poetic as as well. They well, it's true that we love one another, and then she sings, "I love Jack White like a little brother," and yeah, it, 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 it sounds amazing. But uh, yeah. I don't know what to take from it, but yeah, I think that's what they really do well on this record is, is they, they, they just play. They play and they know what they like and they know what they don't like, of course, but they're very... You get that sort of playful feeling from, from listening to it. Yeah, um, but uh, I would say Holly Gullickly uh, Smith is uh, an artist that I'm want to check out uh, in the upcoming in in the next week. Um, yeah, I, I I really like her voice. Uh, so yeah, and yeah, so I'm gonna check her out. Okay, I think um, that that was actually all of the songs on um, Elephant. Uh, I can say, yeah, if you. Look at the artwork of the uh, uh, the record. Um, it's uh, the the idea behind it. it it's it, it differs from uh, whether it's the Japanese version or the American version or the English version or yada yada yada. Um, but the thing is, what they wanted to do um, the most f famous one, I think, is the uh, American one. Uh, where Jack and uh, they, they're sort of sitting, you know, Jack sitting one way and make the other way. And the thing is, they, they, if you look closely at it, it actually looks a little bit like an elephant skull. Um, but all, both from the front, but also sort of with the tusks sticking out, so also from the side. And uh, apparently Jack had uh, this uh, vision that uh, he would love uh, for somebody picking up uh, the record for the 500th time. Uh, and uh, then suddenly looking at the record and, ah, oh, it's an elephant, you know. Um, 
that was his sort of vision with the the artwork of the record. Um, okay. Anyways, um, I think we're yeah. <clears throat> Elephant, one of my favorite records. Uh, a record that I keep coming back to. A record that I will be keep coming back to. And then I'll listen to it, like I, I'm sort of listening, when I listen to the White Stripes, it's sort of, you know, almost exclusively. I can, it's one of those bands that I can really just uh, listen, be completely uh, lost in, in their sound for a while um, and not having to listen to anything else at the same time. Uh, but then I sort of become tired or you know and then yeah, of the sound sound but so yeah it, it's sort of in in it's in periods for me where i listen to uh, the white stripes um yeah today's uh, episode of uh, Mikkel talks music was sort of this is sort of like an experiment i want to do this um with a new record uh, next sunday or saturday uh but maybe i should just uh, no, I would say it's a Sunday thing. So next Sunday I will uh, make uh, another episode like this one where I take uh, a record that I uh, hold very dear and uh, go dig a little further into it or talk about it at least. Um, I already have uh, the the record for, uh, for uh, next week, um, but I have to research up on it to... Uh, to know a little bit more um, but um, thanks for listening uh, and uh, yeah I think I'll be back tomorrow with just a regular episode of Mikkel Talks Music and uh, yeah thanks for listening and stay safe and uh, bye bye